Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Manifestation Mastery on Blog Talk Radio. Life-changing manifestations with your host, Sterling Meyer. just having a bit of fun today guys no really though i'm i am applauding our guest today and i want to welcome you to episode nine i'm your host sterling meyer and for those of you who just tuning into my show for the first time i'm a manifestation specialist and life coach i help people transform and receive tangible results in all areas of their life within 30 days with my revolutionary aom system I have a book coming out, so you might want to stay connected with me, and you could do so by visiting my website at getyourlifenow.com. Fill out the contact connect form because you don't want to miss the promos and giveaways and other exciting opportunities that will be available to you soon, folks. I promise you, you're going to be so happy that you did this. And I want to take a breath because... (laughs) I want to welcome you listeners to a very special show. I have Rescue Medium's own medium, Allison Wynn Ryder, with me today. Now, do you guys know the date today? It's 11-11, yeah, November 11th, and these numbers are known as angel numbers, and she works with angels, so isn't that apropos? There are no accidents, guys. There's none. Everything is on purpose. Everything is divine. And she's not only a gifted medium who works with angels, but she's also an award-winning author for her book, The Quirky Medium. You can also learn more about her and her services that she offers at thequirkymedium.com. So before I bring Allison on, I want to share with you a magical and miraculous AOM story with you. Recently, a client of mine shared an amazing story with me. He had lost his father many years ago, and although he still had his mother and had been going to great lengths to take extraordinary care of her, the relationship was strained. He felt like she was criticizing him and not appreciating his efforts. I mean, she would be, become demanding, bitter about the past, and just downright mean and nasty at times with him. And although he just kept quiet about his feelings, kept right on loving her, it wasn't until he began working the AOM system with me that something quite miraculous occurred between them. The two of them met up for dinner one night, and during that time, suddenly, out of the blue, with no prompting, his mother started expressing appreciation. She started sharing things with him that she had never opened up about before. And she was loving, caring, vulnerable, and praising of him. And this was really a powerful, healing, deep conversation for the both of them that went on for a while. It was, in fact, so touching and moving and extraordinary that he began to cry, which is something he hadn't done in years and years. In fact, he didn't even think he had the capacity or know-how to even cry anymore. It was that healing of an experience and so complete. And it was also the beginning of a wish come true, and they continued to operate from this place from that day forward. And I just think it's incredible. I mean, who are the people who live in our hearts so deeply? It's family. And relationships are the bedrock of our lives. Nothing can be more important because... We are designed for it. So, now I'd like to welcome my very special guest, the absolutely incredible Allison Wynn Ryder. Hi, Allison. Hi, Sterling. I'm excited to be here. Yay. Thank you so much <laughs> for being with us today. I know. I know. I can't stop laughing today. I'm just like having the best day ever. Um, yeah. So I want to thank you for being here. Um, callers, I want to let you know that you are free to call in. The phone number is 516 387 1582. 516 387 
1582. Go ahead and call in. You can ask Allison any kind of questions here about the afterlife, the spirit world. I'm going to just get that ball rolling. And I, I, I want to pose something right here because this has been on my mind. You know, we've got a holiday season starting. It, it starts with, no, with the Thanksgiving in November on the 26th for us. I know like you're overseas and everything, but this is a very difficult time for people. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be a joyous, loving and celebratory time with family. Mm-hmm. And how can those of us who suffer from depression due to missing loved ones cope? And are there ways that we can actually reconnect in a satisfactory way with those who are no longer with us in this physical world during holiday periods? Oh, gosh. Yeah, what a question. Um, I mean, I totally understand that it's so, so hard to celebrate anything um, when you've lost a loved one to spirit. Um, And, you know, if you're grieving, you can't just suddenly switch off from grieving and celebrate, you know, because that's what you feel that you should be doing because everybody else is doing um, there's no time scale with um, grieving at all. So no miracle that will say that in a few months or a year or more, you'll feel better. You'll always miss your loved one. But over time, the hurt does get a little less. Talk to your loved ones. They do hear you. Um, and they do watch over you. Um, and you may receive a sign from them that... Um, links in so much with who they were on the earth plane that there'd be no doubt in your mind that that message is from from them. Um, But also, you know, people, what most people do is if they want to connect with their loved one is to to book a session with a a medium, sort of like me (laughs) or another medium. Um, Because I do collect, I I connect with loved ones and pass their messages on to family members. And I love it when spirit gives me sort of quirky, unusual things so that that person that I'm doing the reading for would know without a doubt that it's their loved one that is talking to me for want of a better word. And that brings them so much comfort that they know that their loved one lives on in spirit. Okay, Um, looking at photographs of their loved one in happy times, only holding on to the happy memories, remembering them when they were well um, and they were in their prime. And it's interesting, that one, because even if people have lost their loved ones as an elderly person, when they come forward to me, whether it's platform work I'm doing or whether it's a one-to-one with a client, they always come forward with um, youth about them. So they don't come forward with any pain or discomfort. What they do come forward with is just the highest amount of love, you know, for, the, for their loved one that's on the earth plane. I can't explain it in any other way. It's just pure love. And that love carries on in spirit because love transcends all boundaries. Yeah. You know, it's interesting you should say that because it was really recently, could have been just only less than a week ago. <laughs> and I I was really missing my grandmother. And I thought, you know, I just would like some confirmation that you're there. I feel like you're there. You know, I know you're there, but it's just nice to get a little sign or a reminder or something, mm-hmm. you know, confirmation. And the craziest thing happened, I kid you not, probably within just two hours, maybe it was an hour, but a short period of time, I was, I had on Pandora and I had it on this relaxing classical music station and all Mm -hmm. they play is like really quiet, relaxing music, right? And and I've listened to this station a billion times for sure, right? All of a sudden, kid you not. Elvis Presley's Return to Sender came on. I couldn't (laughs) believe it because here's the thing. First of all, they don't play that on this station. Number two, my grandmother loved Elvis and was the one that turned me on to it. And it was at her house that she'd wake up at three in the morning and I'd be three years old singing in the mirror playing Elvis Elvis (laughs) Reckler. 
Elvis records and like singing in the mirror and she'd be looking for her. Where'd she go? Oh my gosh, she's in the living room at three in the morning singing in the mirror, you know, that kind of thing. So, I mean, when I think of Elvis, of course, you know, it's the first, the, the second thing I think of is my grandmother. They're synonymous. And wow. she had all the records and I used to look at them and we used to talk about it and we used to play it, you know, so it's definitely, I, I, I was like, it couldn't be anything other than a sign because there's exactly. no way this exactly. would show up on that station. Yeah, because <laughs> and it's happened so, it's happened so quickly and so clearly because you were 100% believed that she would send you a, um, a sign. There was no doubt in your mind. And that's the key to it. It really is. You know, so whether you're connecting with the angels or with spirit in general or a loved one in spirit, um, it's, if there's any doubt anywhere um, in your mind or in your body or soul, then it's not going to happen. It's only when we 100% believe and trust that they're going to send us a sign that they will do. Yeah. So be open I love to that. It. I yeah. love that fantastic confirmation for you Sterling isn't it it really is and you know I'm always what I call kind of a healthy skeptic and I'm like come on <laughs> they don't play this on this state you know what I mean this isn't a you know yeah. oldie station or something it's, yeah. it's, there's, there's just no way you know and um, it was remarkable and like I said ever since before and after you know it nothing like that's ever happened on that station so it's yeah. just it's the only thing it could be, you know, it was just yeah. incredible. Um, yeah. Let me ask you, how, how and when did you discover that you had this gift for connecting with spirits? Well, I've always felt spirit around me, even when I was very small. But I don't, I didn't understand that that's what it was. I could hear or sense things that other people couldn't. Um, but it was difficult for me as a child um, because um, my parents didn't believe in anything other than the earthly life. My mom is a Catholic. She was just quite staunch in that. And she always used to say to me, when I used to say, oh, I can hear this and I can hear voices and I'm scared. And she'd say, it's nothing, honestly. It's either a dream or you're imagining it because the living will always do you more harm than the dead ever will. And that they were her words. But as I got older, and, and as I got older, you know, my gift got stronger and stronger. Um, actually, it was before, it was, yeah, I asked her this when I was chosen as co-host with Jackie on Rescue Mediums. And my mom had never believed in anything like this. And I worked for the police in at the time with the job for life, you know. And um, so I had to tell my mother, who didn't believe in anything, that I was leaving a job for life with the police force to go on um, a TV show in Canada, um, going into haunted houses and sending spirits to the light. And I thought, this is going to be an interesting conversation. <laughs> um, so, and I said to her, you know, mom, you know, you know that I was scared as a child with certain things. And what, was there anything that sticks in your mind that I did? Did you know that I was different? Well, oh, yeah, we knew you were different, but we didn't want you to feel you were different. I said, but the fact of the matter is I actually was different. So the fact that you were ignoring that was harder for me to deal with. And I said, was there anything in particular that you that prompted you? And she said, yeah. She said, when you were, like, really quite small, and we used to get, you know, buy you um, birthday presents and so on. She said, you used to, we'd wrap them up and you would know what was inside the parcel. So she said, we started trying to be clever and we used to disguise the parcel. We used to put it in different, whatever it was, in different shape boxes and so on. But she said, you didn't even need to get hold of it. You'd look at it and you'd go, oh, that's a post office or that's a dollar. She said, even though we changed it. So she said, we knew there was something like really different about you should no matter what we did you knew what was in those presents you know even though we disguised the boxes so there was like a lot of um I know I used to, <laughs> I used to sleepwalk I used to frighten her to death <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, and I don't remember that I just don't remember sleepwalking but I'd have conversations 
as I was sleepwalking around the house. So I must have been like a really odd child. That's <laughs> <laughs> really funny. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know I, I think you're incredibly talented. I remember having a session with you and all the people that showed up you know, that you spoke for and the messages that you relayed. It was incredible experience. Mm-hmm. And, and the things that, you know, I mean, I, I just like, I, I really have to say, I'm going to go back to the show that you were on rescue mediums and mm-hmm. I can't really express it enough. How great a program it is. I mean, my gosh, it ran for some oh, reasons, right. Yeah. And <clears throat> what was there like 800 episodes? Something like that, yeah. I mean, yeah, I wasn't in in the first seasons. Um, Jackie was in the first seasons with a lady called Christine, and then Christine left, so Jackie um, was looking for a new co-host. And um, there were people in Canada had been, um, were auditioning as well as people in the UK. And um, she asked um, some of us locally to her uh, if we wanted to um, apply, audition, if you like. And I just said, well, yeah, I'd like to do it just for um, the experience and the fun of it, really. I thought, what a fantastic thing to do. Didn't even enter my head or even it didn't enter my head that I even had a chance. And the network chose me out of all those people. So it's obviously... You know, fate does have a lot to do with it, doesn't it? I feel it was um, divinely orchestrated for sure. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's wow. a fantastic show. It really is. It was a great show to work on, and we're doing weekly behind the scenes recordings. So if anybody wants to add me as a friend on Facebook, or you know, follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Um, then you can, uh, or you can watch them on YouTube, actually. And what we do is we take you behind the scenes and answer questions from viewers, um, the sort of questions that they didn't, nobody would have had the chance to ask us when we were actually filming the show, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And it's hosted by a lovely lady called Sandy Duncan, and it's me, Jackie, and my co-host, our researcher, Edna, and our producer, Michael, so it's really good, and we have fun doing that as well. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's another thing that we're in the middle of doing. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's really exciting. I love that. Yeah. I, you know, I, I like this show, too, because I think it's great for healthy skeptics, shall we say, because the way mm-hmm. that it's formatted and laid out, it you know, it's very informative in how um, there's so much confirmation that this, is real by watching the show because they're interviewing the people who live in these homes that are haunted with earthbound trapped spirits. And then they talk to them afterwards. Once the spirits have been led to the light by you guys, Um, Mm -hmm. there's, there's, and then there's documentation, historical documentation to back up all the things that you intuitively and psychically and spiritually, you know, connected with. So Mm -hmm. that's, really incredible and then also last but not least the humor that you guys brought to the show (laughs) you know yeah so and compared to all these other shows that just want to scare you they want to over embellish something and dramatize it and everything and it just comes off flat fake and phony and you know like they're working some agenda uh, and that is to get your attention using shock value. You guys don't do that. It's very honest, no, very transparent. It's very, um, you know, authentic. And and so if any of you guys, I, I caught it on Netflix, but now you can catch it on YouTube all the seasons. Mm-hmm. And um, so any of you guys have, haven't watched this show, I'm seriously urging you to do it. At least give it you know, 22 minutes of your time because that's what each episode airs for. So it's definitely wonderful. And then you can also get to know Allison even more and her incredible abilities. And you can see her and see her at work and see how beautiful she is and see how fun she is and wonderful she is as a person too. <laughs> yeah, Lynn, a lot of- I, don't think, I don't think my head is going to fit through this doorway here. oh no you deserve all that praise all of it (laughs) you're so welcome you know you know many people they're 
they're afraid of ghosts. And so what can you say to help those who feel to feel less full and how can they recreate their relationship to the spirit world? Is there anything to really fear? Um, it's a difficult one. I, I can yeah. understand that people are scared because, I mean, my I wrote my book because I was scared of ghosts as well, especially as a child. And in fact, mm-hmm. not just as a child, as I got older, as I was an adult, because there were really scary things happening in our house like pictures would fall off the walls, um, light bulbs would throw themselves out the sockets and spark on the floor. Um, And the worst thing, which made me look for a psychic development class so that I would know how to switch my gift off, was waking up in the early hours of one morning with the bed shaking with me in it, okay? Um, But I know now, yeah, I know. But the thing is, I was open, I was highly psychic, and I didn't know how to switch off. Do you know what I mean? So I was completely open all the time. So I'm shining this light out and, you know, there's energies um, within the universe. Not all energies are positive. Um, So, you know, once I learned how to close my chakras down properly, how to switch it off, do you know what I mean? It's like... um, it's like a radio. You switch the radio on and you turn the volume up mm-hmm. and you can hear people speaking and you can hear music, but then you can switch it off. Well, I was switched on constantly. Um, so I do understand that people are afraid of ghosts as I was. Um, and, you know, I give accounts of why I was scared as a child and into adulthood. But I think, you know, it, it I suppose it depends um, in what context a person's scared. I mean, for example, if they're watching a scary movie and then most people get, they feel spooked after that. Do you know what I mean? Like shivers down the spine and so on. Mm -hmm. That's a different thing than somebody living in a haunted property. That's an Mm -hmm. entirely different thing in that if there is unexplained activity in a home, then I 100% understand why people are scared. And that's where the likes of Jackie and I as rescue mediums would come in and, um, you know, check out, you know, who's haunting the place and also why, you know. Um, Obviously, we're not going to be able to travel worldwide, but we can give advice. I've given advice um, remotely in the past to people. But I Mm -hmm. always advise that if they do feel that there are spirits in the house, that they ask a reputable medium, a local reputable medium with rescue medium experience to go in and check out what's going on, you know? And not all not all spirits are bad spirits, you know, I have to say that. You know, sometimes they just want a bit of attention, they just want the person in the house to know that they're there and that they need help, that they need to go over to the um the other side. Sometimes there'll be spirit just passing through, just, you know. And um, they don't cause any harm. And, you know, most spirits don't want to frighten you, um, I have to say. Um, But if somebody is psychic, then they're going to feel or sense spirit around them more than somebody who isn't. So, um, yeah. (laughs) Can Can you just tell them to go away or say the Lord's Prayer or something like that? Yeah, I mean, I did. When I woke up with the bed shaking in it, I went, go away. I said, that's it. I said, I get it now. I'll try and find out how to deal with this in the right way. And as soon as I said that, went, it went off. But one thing I will say is, please, people, don't use Ouija boards. Mm. That's one way where you will be frightened um, for good reason, because... People usually um, play a Ouija board um, at Halloween, times like that, and they think it's a game. It's a very dangerous game, Um, and it can, I would say that the majority of the hauntings that we went to on Rescue Mediums were because people had misused um, a Ouija board and opened a portal Um, which invited, for want of a better word, lower entities into their home and into their space. And that is very, very hard to close a portal. Um, But obviously, that's what we did. Um, It can affect people's personalities. 
Um, it can, it, on so many levels, it's just one of the darkest things to do. So yeah, if I can just say that, um, so that would stop people being um, really frightened in their home if they're not using a Ouija board or anything similar. I think they're called spirit boards as well, aren't they? Mm-hmm. So. No, that's really great advice because people don't mm-hmm. realize the dangers of that. Yeah, they think it's a game, and I'm oh, kind yeah. of even surprised that they sell it, you know, yeah. honestly, because without some kind of, like, serious disclaimer or something, but it's not a game, and it's very serious, and, you know, you can invite all kinds of things into your home. Um, mm-hmm. What Can you define a lower entity? Pardon, what, can I define them? Um, Well, these would be, well, there are different vibrations within the universe. And these will be on one of the lowest vibrations. So um, you could be calling in something like a demon, maybe. Um, Not all of them would, uh, you wouldn't be able to name all of them, or it might be a shapeshifter. It might create poltergeist activity which means that, you know, um, stuff in the house starts flying around, you know, as if somebody, um, as if unseen hands are throwing plates through the air and things like that. And we went to, on one of the shows, we went to a tea room, beautiful, um, quaint place. They'd had people, they'd felt unseen hands touching them. One of them felt like they'd been pushed down the stairs. And then when we were there, we, we thought that one of the bedrooms was locked because we were trying to open the bedroom and we both said it's locked. And our director shouted, ladies, it is not locked. So the spirit had stuck the door so we couldn't get in. He didn't want us to go in and deal with what we were dealing with. Um, but as we were talking about this, we heard this massive bang behind us and there was a cupboard behind us and the doors of the cupboard flew open and the cameraman got that on camera. And we screamed and jumped in the air. (laughs) So even though we do what we do and we know what we're doing and we've got each other's backs, you know, things like that, it does make you jump. So, you know, we also get a bit scared at times as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, it's interesting you should bring that up because you talk about there's there's all these mystical things out there. There's like these lower vibrations, there's demons, but then there's angels and then there's spirit guides and there's spirits and there's past loved ones and all, you know, and the list goes forever on. And so you, you often think, okay, if all that's out there, you know, where is it? And it's interesting because you said they are living on a plane, right? So yeah. everything's well, kind of um, on a different plane. Is that correct? Yeah, well, it's a difficult one to um, ascertain regarding lower entities to sort of define that. But certainly there are layers, different layers within the universe. We're actually, as human beings, on one of the densest planes, on one of the lowest. But obviously, um, low entities within the spirit world, that's, that's what's opening the portal to, do you know what I mean? They are on an even lower vibration. So it Oh, my be- goodness. So we're, we're actually on a low vibration. Yeah, we actually are. Um, yeah. And it's funny because when people say to me, oh, there's only us within the universe, there's only human beings, I just think, Okay, I mean, obviously, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but I just think that's, you know, I mean, because I connect with the spirit world and I connect with the angelic realms, um, and obviously, both are of a a high vibration, but when people pass to the spirit world, if, if they were a nasty person on the earth plane, and then they go over to spirit, very often they will have lessons to learn when they are in the spirit world. So that particular nasty spirit won't go to the same vibration as somebody who led um, a happy, good life um, and dealt with everything with loving intent. Do you know what I mean? There are so many layers. I mean, the universe is vast. It's infinite, as you know. Um, And it's, it's up to us to tap in to the most loving space that we can because everything that we do is all about intent. 
So if you have love and intent in everything that you do, then um, you're grounding and you're aligning and you're connecting with the good that's in the universe, mm-hmm. then that's what will surround you and that's what will protect you. But if you're dealing in the dark arts, for example, uh, you're summoning demons and so on, and people do do that, then basically you're not doing everything with love and intent. Um, you know, you're going beyond everything that human beings should be linking with, you know? That's the yeah, way that I... No, it's a really great, great way of explaining it. It really is. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because it brings me kind of to another question, which is a lot of people believe that us humans, when we die, that we go to some place, but that hell doesn't actually, you don't necessarily go to hell or no, hell doesn't exist. Some people believe that. Yeah. Um, no, hell. I mean, I, when I was a child, um, me and my sister had to go to Sunday school. I, I think, <laughs> I think my mum only sent us to Sunday school so she'd have a day to herself. <laughs> <laughs> when we were at Sunday school, we were told that there's heaven and there's hell, that God lives in heaven and the devil lives in hell, and that's it, you know, nothing in between. And it's only through my own experiences and everything that I've learned over the years that that's just a load of rubbish, really. Um, you know, there it's are more loads. complex than that, right? In a, a sense. Lot more, yeah, but but not. I mean, what one of my sayings to people is: Do you know what I mean? Keep it simple and deal with things in a natural way. Basically, it's just that there are so many layers within the universe, and some are lower layers than others. Um, so, and and also, you know, when I was saying about nasty person going over to spirit, when right. they when they've have their healing or they've learned their lessons, then any lower emotions that they had, whatever they may be, when they were on the earth plane, they will be wiped away Mm. from that person in spirit. But that doesn't mean to say that if that person's reborn again, that they won't have to learn from those lessons once they're reborn back into a human body because everything has a karmic effect mm-hmm. so um you know if you for example i mean so many things have happened to me in my lifetime and i just know without a doubt that i'm an old soul and a lot of the repetitive things that have carried on through my life that were negative i would say would be linked to um karmic ties of mine from a previous life but once I've dealt with those things in this lifetime in the right way, then they're wiped out of my soul's records within the Akashic records. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm, so that's I'm a, tell you what, I, we, I tell you, I, I could talk about this forever <laughs> <laughs> with you because you well, so I, get it. <laughs> I know. And, and I love how you summed it up because you say, look, just be on this earth plane, do everything with love. Then you get to have this wonderful vacation in heaven when you die. And if you don't, and you're going to be a nasty person, then you have to be sent to school and nobody likes school. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is really awesome. So, you know, if we don't die, as many people believe, I, you know, in fact, I, I want to share something as a healthy skeptic, my personal story about a loved one passing on that I thought was extraordinary. And, you know, it was my grandmother. And when she passed on, I was very, very complete. And I was very, very satisfied. And Mm -hmm. I found the beauty in it. In fact, I was like, you know, she was a great age. She was 85. She didn't Uh suffer when she passed away. She was with my mother. She went peacefully. And, you know, and, um, also, I felt like she was complete as well, um, mm-hmm. and I have reason, reasons I could go into, but I won't as to why, and it was, she passed on December 1st, which I thought was very poetic, because December 1st is like one new beginning, December, like the, 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 the winter of your life. I mean, mm-hmm. I just found all these like beautiful things about that. 
And so what I'm about to explain to you is not, in other words, my experience had nothing to do with me hanging on. Okay. What happened was, um, you know, I was very accepting and at peace with it. But what happened was I ended up having like 15 dreams all with the same scenario, but it would be like, I'd be talking to my mom on the phone. My mom would go, guess who's here and put my grandmother on the phone. And I'd be like, what? I thought you were dead. And she goes, no, of course not. And in fact, you know, here's my phone number. And then she started to give it to me and then it would drown away. And another time, you know, I'd be at my mom's house and then suddenly my grandmother would walk in the room and I'd be like, she's like, oh no, that you got that wrong. It's a mistake. I'm not dead. And all that, you know, and it would be the same message, but about 15 different scenarios, like some mm-hmm. that I just described. And they came yeah. in almost succession. They just came all the, you know, all, almost back to back. Nothing like that's ever happened. And it's very rare that I even dream about people that I know. Mm-hmm. What's weird is I dream about people I don't know at all, but I can see them and sense their energy 100%, which is pretty mm-hmm. wild. I have all these friends on the other side and when I dream. I don't know. Yeah. Well, anyway, but, but, you know, is this something that's common occurrence with past loved ones when they first yeah. pass? And if so, why? Yeah. Um, our loved ones, when your loved one appears in a dream, they have visited you. So that is a certain. So your grandmother is she she would find it easier to connect with you while you're in dream state because you're not in conscious mind. You're in subconscious mind. So, you know, when we're in conscious mind, we have monkey chatter going on in our heads, don't we? And we're mm-hmm. busy doing things. So, you know, magical little moments could be all around us and we don't notice because we're too busy in our busy lives. But, you know, when you're asleep, your mind is as clear as it can be and you're quiet and peaceful. And that's when our loved ones can step into dreams to give us such wonderful confirmation that they are living on in spirit. I mean, when when people die, obviously we do die, if, for want of a better word. Basically what we're doing is we cast off the shell of our human body, but our soul passes on to the afterlife and then is known as spirit. And the afterlife is exactly that. And it's the life that we lead after our earthly life is done. So your grandmother is letting you know through your dreams that she's living on in spirit. And I just think that's amazing. How, how wonderful that she came forward in your dreams to share that with you. Yeah, it was pretty extraordinary, especially to have yeah. so many of them. It, if you had just one, you could kind of just shrug it off and go, well, maybe I had a dream or yeah. whatever. But <laughs> this was very unusual. And I, and I wonder, is this something that's common with a lot of, you know, people who have past loved ones do the loved ones want to come back and say look I just want you to know I didn't die I'm still here in fact I'm with you is that important for past loved ones to pass on that message yeah I mean very often it depends who that person was I mean if, if they were sort of a spiritual person on the earth plane then for some reason it's easier for them to sort of step forward in whichever way, whether it's through a medium or whether it's through your dreams or whether it's through meditation. Um, But I've also known of people coming forward that were absolute skeptics on the earth plane and they come forward from spirit. I think they're surprised and shocked that what they didn't believe in, they're actually living on in spirit through that experience. So it is amazing. But um people i think if people believe and they want their loved ones to connect with them then they will in their own time do you know what i mean so rather than people sort of putting a time frame on it which you wouldn't have done because you wouldn't have expected any of that to happen with your dreams it's all happened in a natural way when you least expected it to and the fact mm-hmm. that you remembered those dreams in so much detail, actually, it, you know, that emphasizes that, you know, it, it's real. And the fact that there wasn't just the one dream, it was like a story unfolding. So our loved ones can and will give us messages somehow. Sometimes it's something simple like 
thinking of their favorite song and then you turn the radio on and there it is playing. Um, sometimes it can be finding a feather in an unusual place. Um, or sometimes as well, this is um, a good one, when you're out and about seeing somebody that looks exactly like the loved one that's just gone to spirit. That is wow. so crazy. That happened to me yeah. right after my grandmother passed. I went, I was yeah. at a clinic or something and this lady goes and she starts talking to the receptionist and she sounded and she, you know, looked like my grandmother. She had the same hair, everything. And I was so transfixed and mesmerized because I get, couldn't get over how uncanny it was. And my grandmother was yeah. very, very, very unique Never before or since have I seen anybody that's even remotely even close to her. And mm-hmm. I was just like blown away. I just was like, and I felt like somehow it was weird confirmation because like I said, this was just practically impossible to happen. Yeah. And I did see a feather in my house on my table, just sitting there in plain view. And there's no feathers in my house, you know? And I was just like, this is really weird because I'm always that detective, you know, kind of using logic. Like, how is that possible? And I'm like, it's not. And they're like, you know, how is this going to happen? Like, it's just, it's a, it's a, just not, you know. I want to tell everybody we've got about, you know, 18 minutes left. We have rescue mediums, Allison Wynn, writer with us today. The incredible show that she was on ran for seven seasons. I discovered it on Netflix. You can watch it on on uh, YouTube, all 800 episodes are on there. Callers, if you want to ask anything to with Allison, just call in 516-387-1582. I have a lot of shy listeners. So guys, don't be shy. <laughs> 516-387-1582 and call and ask Allison anything. Um, I will continue on with rolling this ball. So um, I have... Um, you know, I, I just wanted to ask you, you know, there's, there's many theories out there, such as like, you shouldn't call on your loved ones, they're busy, and they've moved on, and you're no longer accessible, they're no longer like accessible on this plane after a period of time, because that transition time has been completed. I mean, what do you say to that? Um, you can call on them anytime. You can call them. I haven't actually heard that, to be honest. <laughs> it's honestly, honestly, I have actually heard that. Like, they're busy. Maybe they're in school or something. <laughs> yeah. Don't call them out no, of class. Um, it's, it's strange, isn't it? But people, people also say to me about the angels as well. Oh, I can't ask Archangel Michael for help because he'll be busy helping someone else. But just like um, the angels, Our loved ones in spirit aren't stuck in a time vibration like we are on the earth plane. On the earth plane, we're defined by time, aren't we? We have to be somewhere at a certain time or we have to meet someone at a certain time. Everything is time scaled. But in the spirit world and in the angelic realm, time is it's just not the same because those vibrations are infinite. So they can be in more than one place at once, okay? So, you know, if you say, if you call on your loved one, Sterling, and your sister in a different town calls on your loved one, then they may come forward, but in different ways. So you may have the dreams about your loved one, and your sister may be thinking about a favorite song of your loved one in terms of television or the radio one, and hears that song and knows without a doubt that it's a message from them. So, yeah, you can... You can call on. Don't ever feel that you can't call on your loved ones. You're not disturbing them in any way. And spirit work on voice vibration, okay? So, you know, talk to them. They do hear you. um, And they will respond in some way. And it may not be straight away. It may be um, in a few weeks. It may be in a few months. It may be in a year. But you will get some form of confirmation, whether it's through meditation, dreams, or just um, a magical moment that you will know without a doubt that their hands are at play. You know, it's a given. As long as you believe in that, um, or it may be a message through a medium that gives you so much confirmation that there's no doubt in your mind that it is your loved one that they're talking to and passing the messages on from. 
So don't ever feel you're disturbing them. Don't ever feel that they're in school and they won't be able to contact you. Um, but I do have to say, I mean, it takes incredible energy from them to come forward. So you have to have patience because um, everything happens within divine timing. So it's like when I'm doing platform work, audience work, if you like. I always say to everybody, if I could make, wave a magic wand, I would give a message to each and every one of you, but that's not going to be possible. So I mean, really, I'm in spirit's hands. I don't know which loved one is going to come forward first, you know, to me, and I just have to go with it. So, uh, yeah. yeah, just well, talk to them. Talk to them. Talk to photograph of them. Talk to them, you know, uh, in any way that you wish to, because they love to hear your voice. That is really reassuring to hear that. Now we know if yeah. we're not bugging them or anything. We, well, the, you know, it was just about really like if they transition on, but they're omnipresent. They can be anywhere. So it's really no problem. Let's take sure. a call from this person in, let's see here, um, uh, 972838. Can you hear me? Yes. Hello? Hi. Who Hello. do I have on the call? <laughs> Janice Minyard. Hi, Janice Minyard. Did you have a question for Allison? Yes, I do. Um, I live in a 120-year-old house. And uh, when I purchased this house, I found out that there were uh, family lived here in the 60s. And mm -hmm. um, there were five children here. Uh, I actually were able to uh, invite them to my open house gathering. And there, one of the women that were, was a child here, she was really scared living here. She said that there was a person, uh, she didn't tell me what the person looked like or anything, but there was someone that was like after her, or like me to her, but the other girls said that that person was nice to them well she mm -hmm. um, she came to the gathering and you could really tell that she was frightened but I had asked them not to tell me any ghost stories because I had to live here yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, and uh, so I never really knew exactly uh, she was experiencing uh, yeah. but uh, I didn't I didn't have the same you know vibrations. I uh -huh. guess uh, I I came in uh, with a positive attitude towards the house Good. and um <laughs> and I I the little things that happened later were just probably explainable like it's an old house that yeah. lives by a train track and I mean you know Sometimes something would, would move, but then again, I live by train track, so, you know, that's possible, the vibrations. But um, basically, I um, I heard everything that you have said, and there's a lot of good pointers about if you, you know, um, if you come, uh, like, with a good outlook towards them, they're not, they're, you're not going to get... Uh, the negative approach. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, um, Janice, are you still living in the house? Yes, I'm sitting right here in the living room. I, I mean, actually in the bedroom right now I'm talking okay. to you. Okay, and how do you feel in the house? Does it feel, is the vibration lovely? Do you feel happy there? Yes, yes, I yes. do. Now, I do have to tell you, though, at nighttime, sometimes little green lights, like little green light will float around. I don't know what that exactly Ooh. is. I, it doesn't Ooh. bother me, but it's just a, a, like a little green glow. Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. It, yeah. I mean, do you feel um, do you feel cold or warm or you know when you see that are you scared of it or do you just accept it? I don't see that as well. Wow. I mean, if you sometimes you have to take what other people say as a pinch of salt. Maybe that lady was scared in the house because it's an old house. 
people think that um, only properties that are old have spirits in them, and that's not always the case, as I know very well. Um, well, there's a little Allison, bit more to Allison, that. It's interesting, but you know what? It's interesting you should say that because you remember, I remember you said in an episode about if you if you react in a fearful way. What were you saying? You said, don't be fearful. You feed it. You'll feed the spirit. Yeah, you feed the fear. So I think you, Janice, is doing everything. Um, Sterling's right. Um, you're doing everything in the right way. You're living in your beautiful home. You do live near a train track. And we actually, it's funny you should say that, but when I was living at home and my parents as a, a child and a, a young adult, um, we had a train track behind our house. And the windows used to rattle every time a train went past. And even crockery sometimes would move because it's the vibration of the train on the train track. Um, and yeah. your green orb, I quite like the sound of that. It reminds me of Archangel Raphael, who's the healer, and he's of the green ray. Um, I feel it's like a bit of a healing vibe going on there. Um, and you would, you know, in your home, if you felt frightened yourself or there were really cold spots in certain areas or there were other things that frightened you, then I, I could understand, you know, how you would feel that way. But from what you're saying, it just sounds like a beautiful home. It sounds like you're happy there um, and that all you're experiencing is peace and love in there. Yes, uh, that's that's true. When people come in, they say that they they feel um, friendliness. They feel comforted, but uh, it, it it physically it can be cold in here, of course, because it's an old house. Oh, but right. it's, yeah, you know. So it's, <laughs> um, well, it's been wonderful listening to you. Uh, it's really inspiring about so many things that we just. Uh, that we we take it upon ourselves, you know, to be um, scared of of the layers that yeah. you talked about, I, yeah. and I, I think it's a really gives people a, a lot of peace if the thought just think that they're dead, they no longer exist, and all that kind of thing, but they can live on. So yeah. thank you for uh, bringing that to us. Oh, thank you, welcome. Janice. Thank you for calling. Okay, I'm we're going to go. Okay. Move thank you. Okay. We're going to move on to, um, we've got only a few minutes left, so I'm going to pop in a couple of questions. But um, is, you know, I wanted to ask you, she was great, by the way. That was great. The green orb. and it could be the, yeah, yeah. the gate. The archangel, I love that because I have heard of like the green lights and stuff, but I uh-huh. didn't know what it could mean. I, you know, I, I don't know. I've heard about it. I don't know where, but anyways, yeah, I know that that spirit can come in like green orbs and stuff. Oh yeah, I remember mm-hmm. I watched a show where this guy was camping in this very remote wilderness, and he said the strangest things would happen, and one of them would be a green orb, and another one would be like a like kind of like a saber light that would start moving through the forest. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, he said it was kind of like Star Wars, like a, you know, like a light <laughs> thing, like the light stick yeah. kind of thing. like that going through. Oh, very interesting. That's where I remember that from. The guy was talking about he'd been camping in this spot for so long, which is interesting because nature can definitely be a conduit, a, 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 oh, an yeah. environment for like things, yeah. you know, mystical things to happen. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Do people retain their personalities when they pass over or do they become a peaceful hum because they're no longer in the dual reality? Sterling, I'm so glad that you asked me that because I was going to point that out just before. Yes, they retain their personalities. And that's when, especially when I'm doing audience work, I'll have somebody with me and I'll say, for example, I've got a lovely lady with me here and she's dancing and she's doing some uh, she's doing a waltz because she's telling you that she can now now she's in spirit but she was saying that her legs were hurting before she went over to spirit and she always loved her dancing and you know when I'll give names and everything and that'll link in and then I'll maybe get a gentleman with me and I'll go whoa I'm feeling a bit woozy with him he liked his drink didn't he <laughs> he liked his alcohol <laughs> 
Because even though even though he's not drunk in spirit, what he's doing is he as he connects with me, so that his loved one will recognise that it's him, then that's what they will be they will be putting that physical condition on me. So, you know, if somebody um if somebody loves singing, then they may come through singing. If somebody danced, they may come through dancing. If somebody was a joker, they'd come through telling jokes. So, yeah, in, in a lot of ways, they retain the personality that they had on the earth plane. And it's how their loved ones on the earth plane would recognize that that's who it is, as well as the names and everything else that I give that connect in, of course. But it's a good question. That's a brilliant question. Right, because, you know, a lot of people say, like, if you're going to heaven and you're in this peaceful place and all this stuff, and then you're just like this, you know, kind of this, in this peaceful energy, yeah, it makes you wonder, do, do you just, you know, then the duality of the world goes away, so now you're, you're not, if the duality is gone, then you've lost your kind of physical identity, now you're not like woman or man or, you know, it's kind of confusing when you think about it. Cause you're like, well, yeah. you're not a woman or a man. You've already lost your body. So yeah. then you become, yeah. But then it's like, well, then what happens to your personality? So it's really interesting that you give that answer and you say yeah. that yeah. people still are who they are. Really. The only thing is they just get rid of that birthday suit. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And it's a really good way of putting it. And I know without a doubt that that's exactly as it is, because that's as loved ones come forward through me. That's what I feel. They will also put physical conditions on me, such as I'll go, oh, oh, my, oh, did somebody suffer with a heart attack or my arm is hurting this or, or and then my face will fall and I'll say, Oh, they, they passed with a stroke. Uh, do, you, do you know what I mean? Or I'll get pains in my hand, with it, which is arthritis or rheumatism. So they will put physical conditions on me. Not to hurt me, but so mm-hmm. that I can say, right, they suffered with blah, blah, blah. And as soon as their loved one takes it and understands who it is, then that sort of, um, that pain will go away from me. And probably you watching the show, you would see how me and Jackie would um explain different conditions that we've got with whoever that spirit was that was with us you know although I have to say rescue medium work when you've got a stuck spirit is a completely different kettle of fish than a loved one coming forward with messages of light for their loved one so I just have to I just have to say that you know it's complete difference entirely no I understand (laughs) Funny. But um, this is this is really great. So last <laughs> last question, and I want to just um, you know before we pop off the air here, just real uh-huh. quick, I I want to ask you about angels and how how do we connect with them and how, who are our spirit guides? How do we connect <laughs> with our heavenly bodies? That is yeah, that is a question and a half. I'd probably be here for hours. <laughs> I mean, at the moment, I'm teaching an online course with Karina in Canada. We've got 11 students online, and um, it's called the Divine Toolbox. So we're teaching them how to connect with their guardian angel. Um, so they can do a class with you, right? Anybody yeah, who wants I to be do. able to. Okay. Yeah, I teach. Um, I mean, I live in Spain, as you know, so I do local workshops here. I've been doing more online now because obviously of the situation that we're in across the world with COVID Um, but I also I teach um, about the angels I'm an angel tutor I teach psychic development um, and I help people to connect with uh, guardian angels yeah we're gonna have to wrap this up we got only a few seconds but um Connect with Allison, quirky, the quirkymedium.com. If you sign up with my newsletter and Allison's newsletter, you can win a reading with Allison. So go do it. And guess what? We're going to announce the winner. This cuts off on my birthday, November 16th. This has been Yay. a special episode. I want to thank my guest, Allison Winwriter, for being on the show. And um, thank all of you guys for being here. This is Sterling Meyer with GetYourLifeNow.com. Until next time, magic and miracles to all of you. Goodbye. (laughs) Welcome to Manifestation Mastery on Blog Talk Radio. Life-changing manifestations with your host, Sterling Meyer.